welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920. In this segment, U.S. foreclosure starts, Tammy, reach pre-pandemic levels nationwide. Is that something we need to worry about? We'll discuss that. And what are some class action lawsuit products? In fact, I'm not even sure if you have any class action lawsuit products in Dallas. We got them all over Atlanta in homes that were made from, let's just call it 1985 to 1996 or something like that. My name is Cleve Gaddis. Again, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts so home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry that is typical with life's biggest investments. Uh, you, as, as well as everybody else, knows that. We want to connect with people. They can go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. Push back, share your ideas, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can also subscribe to our podcast. Tammy, I don't know how closely you keep up with foreclosure rates, but evidently, according to Adam, and that is a a, a foreclosure data uh, company, um, they're a leading curator of real estate data. Basically, they say in August of 2022, U.S. foreclosure market shows that there were 34,501 U.S. properties with foreclosure filings, up 14% from a month ago and up 118% from a year ago. Now, my question for you, Tammy, is do you think foreclosures are going to be a problem? Um, I think that a homeowner's lack of knowledge of their options is really the problem. Value- All right, let me, let, me, let, me, let me hear more. So, so are you saying that you think... They're actually, in most cases, in control, but they might not know it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that, I mean, there's so much equity still in everybody's homes, and people are just, they're getting caught up in debt, they're getting caught up in the stress of things, and they tend to say, I just want out. Yep. I just I just want out, and, and that's the easiest way because somebody else is making the decision for them. Rather than them doing the work and working with an agent to get it sold and to get the equity and being a little bit more ahead of that foreclosure notice, yep. to me, there's there's no reason foreclosure should be that high when the sellers or the homeowners are educated. Mm-hmm. There's no reason it should be that high. And, and I'm thinking that pre-pandemic levels back in 2019, foreclosure closure levels were not necessarily high, but they went away to almost zero mm-hmm. because they put a moratorium in place. There could be no foreclosures. And what is interesting, I think, Tammy, you are right on the money. People have so much equity in their homes. It's hard to get somebody to just let a home go when you have equity. Like if I had $200,000 in equity in my house and you were the bank of Tammy and you were trying to foreclose on my home, I would figure out how to solve my problem and and keep my, you know, 200,000 or 160 or 80 or whatever it wound up being. So I don't think that they're too high. Let's take a look. I mean, I don't think that they're something we need to worry about. I think there's also a couple of other reasons. And you tell me what you think. Number one, credit standards have just been higher, Mm -hmm. really, since 2009, 2010. And the reality is the pressure we have in the market because we don't have enough inventory, that pressure is not going away because we don't have enough inventory. They haven't built enough houses all the way back through 2008 in order to keep up with demand. Give me your thoughts on those, those last two items. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, there's not enough. It's it's a good seller's market. So anytime we don't have enough inventory, um, it, it's just a good time to sell. So when a homeowner is considering foreclosure or the threat of foreclosures in front of them, um, they need to be talking with somebody who can educate them on their options yeah. because 
The reality is it's going to cost to live somewhere. Nobody lives under a roof for free. So they're going to have to pay, and they got to figure out, hey, what am I doing next? Inventory's still low. Uh-huh. It's still going to cost so e- them. So e- even if they were getting forced out into the rental market, they're probably going to spend more money than mm-hmm. they would if they bought, if yeah. they, they kept their home. Well, if I'm guessing, by the way, that anybody who is legit facing foreclosures either got some kind of stress going on in their lives. We had a situation recently where boyfriend and girlfriend both on the title of the house. I'm not going to let you get it. You're not going to let me get mm-hmm. it. And basically, they agreed to let the home go to foreclosure, which I think is a shame. And you do have that uh, sometimes. But I think short of having some extra stress on the seller, foreclosures should stay very low. Let's talk about the states where foreclosures went up the most, if you don't mind. Uh, Neither one of them, uh, neither Georgia or Texas are on the list. Score. So Oklahoma foreclosures were up 80%, Tennessee up 74%, Virginia up 64%, Arkansas up 53%, Washington up 50%. I don't know if that's Washington State or Washington, D.C. I think that might be Washington State. Illinois, Delaware, and South Carolina had the highest foreclosure rates. Nationwide, one in every... 4,072 housing units had a foreclosure filing in August. States with the highest foreclosure rate, Illinois, one in every 1,900 homes. Delaware, one in every 2,300. South Carolina, one in every 2,400 homes. New Jersey, one in every 2,441. And Florida, our neighbor close by, one in every 2,950 homes. The areas in the country that were worst hit, Jacksonville, North Carolina, Bakersfield, California, South Bend, Indiana, Rockford, Illinois. I used to live about an hour and a half from there, an hour. And then Cleveland, Ohio, Chicago, Illinois, Jacksonville, Florida, Riverside, California, and Orlando, Florida round out the list. So it's definitely something that we need to be paying attention Mm -hmm. to. But the reality is Tammy and I both agree, and we certainly don't have a crystal ball, although I do have a crystal ball. It doesn't work that way. But (laughs) we don't have a crystal ball that will tell us exactly how the market is going to work. But we believe that we're not going to face a foreclosure crisis mm-hmm. uh, because even foreclosures, even homes that might go to foreclosure will probably be sold by the homeowner prior to the home being foreclosed. Mm-hmm. You agree with that, right? I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do, do you see um, more foreclosures coming on the market in Dallas? I don't see more coming on the market in, in Metro Atlanta. No, no. I've got, I've got no indicators that says we're going to face any kind of... People still want houses. So true. I think I'm going to ask the lady who does all of our our data analysis for the shows maybe to take a look at foreclosures and see if they've been creeping up foreclosure properties listed. I'm talking about not necessarily foreclosures in Metro Atlanta. So foreclosures up, foreclosure starts up to pre-pandemic levels. I don't think it's a problem. Neither does Tammy think it's a problem. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I don't even think I mentioned at the beginning of the segment that the Tammy you hear with me in the studio is my lady. She's my girlfriend <laughs> who lives in Dallas, Texas. And it's been months, uh-huh. five or six months since yeah. you've been on a show with us. And I'm so glad you were in town and were able to do that today. Thank you. Do you have uh, in Dallas, do you have any, let me do this first. Let me recognize our sponsor for okay. the segment. This This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They are a full-service law firm with 25 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They specialize in residential real estate closings, including home purchases, refinance closings, corporate relocation, and real estate contract review, and title insurance matters. They can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. 770-497-1880. Tammy, 
if somebody's looking to buy or sell their home anytime in the next three to six months, how much more do we think we can sell their house for than the agent around the corner? $28,000. $28,000. And we use two things to do that. Number one, we use what's called a customized maximum value plan. Instead of a broker price opinion or a marketing, a CMA, we prepare a customized maximum value plan, like, a, like an appraisal on steroids, if you will. And then the second piece is the R&R program. That is... We will rehab and repair while you rest and relax as a home seller. So we will actually front home sellers up to $15,000 to make wow. improvements to their home, and they just pay the money back at closing. Isn't that amazing? That is. Would you think a program like that would work in Dallas? Totally. People could rest and relax while you rehab and refresh, and it's mostly <laughs> refresh. In many cases, we're not doing a whole lot of rehab. But if you need more information, I encourage you go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on sell for $28,000 more. Put in a little information and we'll reach out to you. Tammy, how would you feel if you found out after buying a home in Metro Atlanta, you had a pipe burst, a water pipe burst, and then you found out that your pipes were made of polybutylene and it wasn't disclosed by the sellers and it wasn't revealed by the inspection that you had on the home, or or maybe there was other class action lawsuit products. How would you feel? Like, if this happened to me, I would feel violated. Well, that's the exact word that came to mind. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, duped, violated, tricked, yep. scammed. So, do you have polybutylene plumbing in Dallas? Do you know? No, I don't know. You've asked me that before. Okay. Um, so maybe I don't, because it's not a term I'm familiar with. Yeah. So polybutylene plumbing, I wish I had the, the timeline, but it's sometime, you know, let's just call it late 70s through the 90s. And it is an extru extruded plastic. So they just kind of squeeze it out of a machine, a plastic tube, very flexible. It's kind of like today they use PEX, the blue pipe, the red pipe, that's PEX. And that's kind of like the next generation of polybutylene. It's not polybutylene. And so what happened is they used it all over Metro Atlanta and the, um, the chlorine in the water mm -hmm. would eat pinholes in the pipe, and then you'd get a leak. So you go away on vacation, you come back home. Now your water pipe in the ceiling of your uh -huh. living dining room's been leaking, and now all the floors down. It's really terrible. You also have synthetic stucco that can be a problem in Metro Atlanta because of how it was applied. You've got lots of different types of siding: Louisiana Pacific, Georgia Pacific siding that are or have been. They were in many cases they stopped selling them, and they had class action lawsuits. And they had money out there for repairs. I think the main thing you need to do, and I would suggest for a home buyer, and I know Jordan. I wish Jordan's the one who who wrote in the question. Uh, I wish Jordan had uh, gotten this advice before he started. You need to get a really, really good home inspector. In other mm -hmm. words, you want a home inspector that is going to cause problems. You want a home inspector that's going to cause you to think through things. And so, because we would never under any circumstances want you or anyone else to be surprised after closing. Um, I, I would, I would, uh, I would be kind of in a state of shock that I bought a home and uh, something was uncovered because really a, a smart real estate agent in many cases in Metro Atlanta can tell someone whether or not there's any class action lawsuit products. And it's, it's not a problem. I have class action lawsuit siding on my house and I've never replaced it because I take really, really care of it. And I knew it was there hmm. the day we moved in. Hey, will you stick with us through segment yeah. four? Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're in our neighborhood spotlight segment, Briarcliff Woods in Atlanta. We're going to give you DIY backyard games for all ages, and this is going to be fun, fun, fun. And is a survey truly necessary? And I'd like mm -hmm. to compare notes and see how it works in Dallas yeah. compared to Atlanta, if you don't mind. No, don't mind at all. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 